Hi, my name is Kate McGaw. I am the president and CEO of Arclight Agile. I am a certified scrum trainer and agile coach, and welcome to our podcast. And I'm Ryan Smith. I'm a certified scrum master, certified product owner, and I guess a certified scrum professional. So we have returning champ, a new Smalley here today, um, because a new has a complaint. <laughs> So the tentative title of today's podcast is a new has an acronym. So a new we're talking has a new acronym. <laughs> we're talking refinement and a new has an acronym about refinement that she would like to discuss with everybody today. Excellent. So I'm going to kick us off with what we're talking about. So let before we do that, Anu, why don't you introduce yourself and then I'll I'll explain a bit more about refinement before you take us to Acronym City. All right. My name is Anu Smalley. I'm the CEO of Kapala Consulting and the part of Team Katanu. I am a certified from trainer, coach, alphabet soup behind my name. But I'm in a previous life, I was a product owner. Most coaches and trainers that I know, we all come from the Scrum Master side. I'm one of the few coaches and trainers who come from the product side. So I get very passionate about product ownership, product management, and particularly product backlog refinement. So that's why we are here. Perfect. Thank you, Anu. So if we look at the Scrum Guide, the Scrum Guide says the product backlog refinement is the act of breaking down and further defining product backlog items into small, more precise items. So it's not one of the core events because it's what is referred to as an activity because it's ongoing. It doesn't happen at a particular place in the Scrum cycle. And it's where we add the description, order, size and things like that. And Anu's going to talk to us more about that. I think one of the things, Anu, you and I both see in classes is when somebody mentions the word grooming, we're sort of, no, 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 it hasn't been called grooming for a long time. Given some of the negative connotations with that word, it is referred to now as the product backlog refinement. So that is the activity we are talking about today. Anu has some magic sauce for us on how we can have great product backlog refinement. So Anu, over to you. Thank you. So as I mentioned, I'm, I've am i always been very passionate about anything related to product. And one of the usual questions I get from most people, which Ryan, you were just talking about, that we struggle with backlog refinement. How do I, how do we do them? What do we do here? You know, do I just go add more stuff. So a um, couple of years ago, there's a agilist named Gunther Verhan. He reached out to say he was collecting information in the form of blogs and articles from various other agilists in the community. And he wanted to edit and uh, create a book. And he had 97 people he had reached out to. So the book actually is called 97 Things Every Strum Practitioner Should Know, Collective Wisdom from the Experts. So he had asked me, what is it that you might want to talk about? And I'm going, something about product. And he said, well, I already have people talking about this, this, visioning and personas. I'm like, do you have anybody talking about refinement? And he went, no. I said, I got that. So my whole article was about 
let's understand what what is backlog refinement, which Kate, you just walked us through. Talking through some of one of the biggest anti-patterns in refinement is, hey, I'm the product owner. I just refined my entire backlog. I'm going to bring it to the sprint planning meeting. You're missing the point. Refinement is a team sport. We get to do it with the team, not by ourselves. And then as I was thinking about the questions I get, which was, so what do we do in refinement? What specifically do I do? And knowing my pension for acronyms, I created an acronym. Refine, R-E-F-I-N-E. Easy to remember because you're talking about refinement. So the acronym REFINE, R stands for review. Review the backlog. Every session when you're sitting down to do backlog refinement, whether it's in a proper meeting or you're talking to stakeholders, review the backlog. Is it in the right order? Do we have uh, are the most important things at the top, least important things at the bottom? So take a look. Maybe based on what happened last sprint, do we need to re-sort or reorder the product backlog? So make sure you are reviewing the product backlog at all times. That's the R. The E is elaborate. This is what is, I think, the most important part we do. This is where the product owner walks the team through every PBI to make sure there is a shared understanding. Not every PBI in the product backlog, the PBI that we're bringing into refinement, which by the way, I don't suggest more than two items in any refinement session. Two may be too much. One's a good thing. Wow. Because you're brain dead after 20 minutes talking about a backlog item. I want okay. my developers to be fresh, to think about this one and one only backlog so I can make sure this backlog is truly ready for sprint planning. I never do more than two in a session. So Anu, uh, one of the things that some of the teams I work with do is the product owner sends the backlog items out the night before. So the team, the developers have a chance to look at them and come in prepared. And then yes. they've managed to do two or three in, in, in the refinement. I would actually suggest don't just do it the night before. Give them a little bit of time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so my meetings, my refinement sessions with my team would always be Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm -hmm. And the way we would do this, the Tuesday session, I would send out the what, what PBIs you were going to look at the Friday before. So the, you've got mm -hmm. three days to look at this stuff. You can't tell me, oh, I didn't have time to do this or the dog ate my homework. So you have time, you come prepared with questions. And then on the end of the Tuesday session, we as a team would figure out what's going to come into the Thursday session. Got it. And that right. way, nobody's confused about what we're talking about. We don't want the developers surprised. Oh, really? We're going to talk about that? I had no idea. Or the worst. Oh, if you had told me about this, I would have done some research. Well, here you go then. Mm -hmm. So make sure that elaboration is happening where you are giving them time to bring the questions so you can create that shared understanding. Right. And again, be be gentle with the acronym with me, people, because I had to fit, find words to fit refine. So, <laughs> is it a mnemonic or an acronym, though? Uh, maybe a, it's a mnemonic. Mnemonic, maybe a mnemonic. <laughs> yeah. So the F is fix, and what does fix mean? This for me, I couldn't find a word to say split to split that started with an F. So if anybody has a word 
that says split stories that starts with an app, send it my way. I'll revisit my mnemonic. How about uh, fit? It fits within the sprint. Uh, that is, there's another one for that. Oh, okay. Fix is that's... basically what we are talking about in fix is we're just trying to break the PBIs down to yeah. make sure we have vertical slices. We are making sure, you know, it's, do you have every kind of payment in one PBI? Well, then break it down, simplify it. So fix it in the sense yeah. you're trying to simplify it to uh, the smallest denominator you can find. And I think that's one that I find people really struggle with. Yes. Because a lot of people are like, well, this is what they want. It's like, no, you have to break it down. Yes. And then when you, I was with a team the other day where there were, it was the, there was an and, and I was like, that's, that? yeah, that's a danger word. That's mm-hmm. a brown M&M. And then when they re, I said, we, should we split this? And they're like, no, no, it's okay. And then finally somebody said, actually, this part is from an API and this other thing will be new development. It was like, mm-hmm. that's why we split it up so we yeah, can yeah. get the one out and not crash upon the other one. Exactly. Yeah. So you do need time to fix it up and get it yeah. like, like, so, but I think that that's where people, I see a lot of people struggle, like what's too small. And it's just like, can you get it done in a single sprint? Is it one thing? And they're like, but we want yeah. all this stuff. It's like, yeah, we actually yeah. don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my rule of thumb for my team always was we want to break the story down so that um, every PBI or story can be completed mm-hmm. in no more than two to three days by at least two people working on it. I don't want single person store product backlog items. That's recipe for disaster. You're losing that cross functionality. So. Right. How can we break it down so that we can finish the work in two to three days? And every time I've told that to people, they go, what? Yep. Our mm-hmm. stories are about eight, eight. It fills the whole sprint. I'm like, and if it doesn't get done at the end of the sprint, you've got nothing. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Two I to three days completely. is my rule of thumb. So yeah. I think, I think too many people are hung up on waterfall. Oh, yeah. And they're trying yeah. to jam in a lot of stuff. And, and it's just like, you got to pare it down. Yeah. You got to, like, I agree with you. I think two to three days. Yeah, max. Yeah. Two people, two to three days, that's a lot of time. That's yeah. a lot of time. Right? And, and that means not just coding, but coding, testing, documentation, Everything. whatever needs to Everything. be done to meet your definition of done. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Right. So, so we that's did fix. F for fix. So we've reviewed it, we've elaborated on it, we fixed it. What right. are we doing next? We are going to investigate it. So what the heck does investigating mean? So people assume, like this is another common assumption I get. So by the time we get into a refinement session, all the analysis work is done. No, the no. analysis work is refinement. I might have, as a product owner, I might have to go back to the business and say, so we have some more questions. I need to do some more, what we call in the traditional world, requirements, analysis, and gathering. That's refinement. My developers have to go look at the code and say, you know what? I think Ryan's team was working on an API for this. Let me go check. Okay, go check. Before we say the the all the work for this particular story or PBI is ready and done for the sprint, 
Let's go make sure we do our due diligence investigation. Right. But not not necessarily a spike. No, no. But just like, hey, we're going to go gut check some of these things. Yeah. We think we might have this, some code we can reuse over here. Or yeah. we want to check with another team who might be doing something similar. Exactly. I, I, I agree with you completely. I think that that's, let's go off and do some, a little gut check. Mm -hmm. And this yeah. is your due diligence, right? I mean, imagine you were talking about API work. Imagine if we didn't do any research, your team created an API, and then Kate's team created a second API because they right. didn't do due diligence. My team created a third API. Right. Now you've created so much tech debt yep. that is going yeah. to kill us sometime in the next year or so. Yeah. 100%. So, investigation of due diligence of not spike, but just go talk to another team, look yeah. at the code, that's it, right? So that's your eye for investigate. The N is negotiate. Uh, we want the product owner and the developers to work together. This is not a one-way street. Yep. This is not the product owner saying, thou shall do this and the developers go, yes, sir, yes, sir, three bags full, sir. Doesn't yep. work that way, right? It is about we collectively work on this and we negotiate the number of times I would read out a story and say, this is what I'm thinking the acceptance criteria should be. And my developers and testers would talk amongst each other and say, no, no, no. This is what the acceptance criteria needs to be. This is what we have to figure out. So the amount of time we would actually go back and forth. My first few times when I would, um, when I first started doing refinement, I would come in with the business needs a message to pop up when they click on this button. And my developers would go, they must have a pop-up. I'm like, well, they said a message must pop up. And then they would ask me to go back and say, so can you ask us, can you figure out why pop-up message and not some other thing? I'm like, I don't think they care. He goes, but they, but they would get fixated on, but you said pop-up message. You're right, right. They get too caught up on what's in the ticket as opposed to looking for quick and easy wins. Right. So yeah, it's all my job then is to come in with, they make they want to make sure the customer gets a notification. Yeah. What's yeah. the best approach to do that? So negotiate, right? Product owners stay with the what and why. Yep. Give the how to the developers. Yep, agreed. That's the negotiate. Yep. And I think too many people get caught up again, as we were saying before, they read the ticket and they think, well, this is the voice that I, I've got to listen to this. This is in the ticket. So it's like, we can craft this. We can break yes. it down. We can say, hey, we can get you 80% of what you want. This last 20%, get rid of it. Yeah. And But too many people are just like, it's not an order in a restaurant. Like it, you have to do it this way. Yeah. It's, is this an idea I have? And they're looking for our feedback, yes. that negotiation. I think that's a skill that some people don't develop. They're just, they're, they're order takers and they're just used to sort of like, okay, I guess this is what I'm doing. And it's just like, mm, yeah, it's, it's communication and it's being yes. willing to, to push back and clarify and make suggestions and have yep. difficult conversations rather than yep. just being, I mean, it's back to a new and your big red no button. It, it's realizing, to being able to say, well, no, that doesn't necessarily make sense for the product. How about this type thing? Exactly. 
Yeah. Right. You know, one of the things I that worked really well for with one of my teams was, and I tried this as a trial, and this approach worked so well that I've tried it with other teams. I would walk into our refinement sessions, whatever tool we had would have the, you know, as a, I want so that. I would not put acceptance criteria in the tool. I would read out the story and mm -hmm. say, hey, as a, I want so that. And I would say, so do you understand the who, the what, and the why? Let's talk through just that. And then I would say, in talking with the business, here's what they want to be able to do at the end of this particular work item. And I would talk through them and we would all have a discussion. And then I would say, now what I would love is for one of you to go into the tool and write the acceptance criteria. So then they would all come together and write accept. I mean, I'm in the room, I'm not leaving the room, but the developers would actually write the acceptance criteria. And I would go, no, no, no. I don't think that's what they actually meant. Right. So they are not just reading what I have written. They have discussed it. They have heard it. Now they're actually typing it up. Mm -hmm. And this, and for me, this ensures that they knew what I meant when I said the words I said, and the words have clarity amongst them. And because they wrote them, it now becomes our acceptance criteria and not my acceptance criteria. That technique has worked for me every single time I've ever done refinement after the first time I tried it, because I kept hearing my developers say, oh, no, no, but that we're just working towards your acceptance criteria. I'm like, what do you mean my acceptance criteria? You wrote them. I'm like, oh, I can stop writing them. And that got me to this approach. And it has always worked well where I've said, "You, I will talk. Let's have a discussion and you write. And then we will collaboratively ensure that those are on the right page. And that's the negotiation, right? Mm -hmm. How do you, and I would love for product owners to find their own negotiation approach. What works for your team? Right. So that's okay. the end. That's yep. the end. <laughs> so N for negotiate. What's our E? Bring it home with the E. Estimate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The dreaded estimate. Um, I mean, and even the, I mean, most most product owners or from goods from masters will do this saying if at the end of doing all this R-E-F-I-N, you've done all of this stuff, mm -hmm. it is crystal clarity of the work. It is a shared understanding of the uh, product backlog item and the acceptance criteria. Estimation is now a piece of cake. As long as you have a reasonably healthy approach to estimation, however you approach estimation. One of my... Um, one of my favorite teams back in the day, they we actually got them to a level of maturity where when they would do refinement, they would break stories down. So their breakdown and estimation kind of was combined. They would break it down so that every product backlog item was finishable. Yes, I'm making up that word. Was <laughs> finishable in one day by two people. Mm. So that's the estimation. You have a team of eight, they got five days, bing, bang, boom, do the map, slice and dice it. You don't have to worry about story points or hours or whatever, but whatever estimation technique works for you. If you can do this, if you follow this mnemonic and you make sure that we are able to do all of these things, 
your sprint planning is healthier, it's probably going to speed up the sprint planning because everybody is in complete agreement as to what this work is about. Right. And now you're just tasking it out, right? Your um, sprints will be healthier. Every time I've seen failed sprints, it's because there was not good refinement done. Right. Yeah. I think you see, I see that a lot lately where it's like people get into the sprint and they go, well, What's I don't that? understand this. And it's just what? like, how do you mean you didn't understand it? Like you sized it, you accepted it. And now like at the 11th hour, you're like, I don't understand what we're doing here. It's like. Exactly. So I think we need to put some rigor around refinement. Yep. Yeah. It can't be this loosey-goosey stuff that we do when we want to. There has to be rigor. And I think having a mnemonic like refine, I've actually handed this out to a couple of product owner um, clients and they put up this refine as a little, on a little piece of paper. Uh, they were asking me if they could just print it up and put it on their walls. I'm like, absolutely, I'm giving it to you. So you're welcome to use it. Right? Yeah. And, and I, I think... think follow this you're going to have good healthy sprints it's going to lead to less rework less tech debt mm -hmm. and healthier relationships between people and one of the other key things with doing good product backlog refinement is it reduces the need for further meetings because one of the things that i when i introduce it to a client they're sort of okay oh, you got to be kidding another meeting and I'm sort of, well, if this is done well with something like this mnemonic, then it will cut down on the needs for all of the other meetings that happen because people don't understand what the backlog items are. Exactly. So, Ryan, what you said, you know, this person's like, I don't understand this. So we do more meetings to yeah. understand what we thought yeah. you understood. But if yep. you do a healthy refinement, you will, you're so right, Kate, you will cut down on all those unnecessary side conversations, meetings, frustration, delay of work, and your stakeholders who are now annoyed because you're not delivering what you said you were going to deliver. Yeah. So let me, then, let me ask this question. Oh, sorry, Kate, go. No, no, I was just going to say, if I, so if I put my scrum master hat on, then I am reminding my team members that we are not solutioning in this right. um, where it's an ongoing activity. We're refining the backlog items. So I'm probably taking my Elmo or whatever uh, other tool I'm using for enough. Let's move on to make sure my team is not going down rabbit holes and bring them up. To, so the mnemonic is great for creeping us focused on what yeah. it is we're meant to be doing. Nowhere in there does it say come up with this, the detailed solution. Right. Nowhere does it say task everything you're going to do in this. Yeah. Right. But here's, here's the question who, who, and I, we're running out of time. Who should be in refinement? Every human who needs to be there to create a shared understanding of the work for the team. Mm. So, so every so team member, Mm -hmm. Without fail, everybody on the Scrum team, product owners, Scrum master, developers, if you need to bring somebody in from brand because they're going to talk about a particular UI, whatever, have them in there. If you have stakeholders who need to be there to add clarity, have them in there. What I don't want to do is you ask me a question and I go, I'll be right back. And I go running and I'm messenger in the middle. 
bring the people who can create clarity for the group into the meeting. What if, yeah, so examine that situation right now where the people that should bring clarity don't. And they derail the meeting constantly and they want a solution. And I had to, I had to sort of cut them out. I had to say, you know what? You guys come up with these tickets. You know, they're on it. We have a Kanban board for refinement. The devs are going to then look at them just because I had to, like, we just had these big sprawling meetings and, and the same three people would do all the talking and they would just argue about weird things. And it's just well, like, we're not refining work. Like you are not suggest, being productive. I would suggest your problem is not that you had poor refinement. I would suggest that there's another fundamental issue that you haven't yes. done yet yes. about why these three people want to talk a lot yep. in your meetings. I would dig into that and figure out why do they want to get their way Yep. and understand that if you probably solve that, they'll be your best partners in refinement. Oh, I, I agree. I yeah. agree. I think it's, there's a, a fundamental, but I had to like put it. Yeah. And actually it's working much better because the devs can now breathe and they don't feel like they're being watched by mom and dad and they can talk and they're getting through, <laughs> you know, this stuff. But yeah. it's, it's, it, it, I just had needed to put the brakes on a while so people yeah. could settle down. Okay. Yeah. So anyways, the, the, the acronym is refine, review, elaborate, fix, investigate, negotiate, estimate. Any right. final thoughts on refinement and the refine uh, acronym? Use it just, you know, anybody who's listening to it, there's an article. We'll post the article on our website as well. It, it is in Gunther's books. If you want to buy the book and read 96 other articles, that's great too. I will put, I will get the article over to Kate. Use it wherever you're using it. Just remember where you heard it from. It's <laughs> Anu's, what did you call it? Anu has an acronym for refinement. So remember where you heard it. Uh, <laughs> make sure you, ch- you know, if you have any questions, if you have questions on the word, the acronym refine. Or if you have a better word for me to use for any of the letters, shoot me an email. I'm always happy to talk to people about refinement. Thank you for joining us today. You will find us on Twitter at Arclight Agile. You will also find us on LinkedIn at forward slash Arclight Agile. So share your thoughts with us on this episode and send us any topics you'd like us to discuss in the future.